The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The Irish Times reporting today that Dublin bus wrote a letter to the NTA, the National Transport Authority, in November, and they said there's not enough taxis, and the consequence of that is that the late night bus services are oversubscribed, and the consequence of that is that people are left standing at bus stops with full buzzes whizzing by them. So David Hammond is with me. He is one third of the gang and fully charged on Spin, spin 1038. Uh, David, I, I know you've spoken before about your experience of this, difficulties in getting home after a night out. So what more can you tell me about it? Yeah, uh, it was pretty tough getting home. Like at Christmas, obviously, there's a lot more people out on nights out, stuff like that. Um, but I remember trying to get home actually from the Christmas party for, you know, for Bower and uh, for all the stations. And I left a little bit early and tried to get home and I was on, like, I think it was on the Uber app, I was on the Now app, I was on the, the Bolt app and it was all like, oh yeah, you know, we're, um, we're waiting for a taxi to come pick you up, but nothing was picking me up. I waited an hour. So I was like, right, grand, I'll walk over to Angel Street and get the bus. And my bus is, I live in Ratmine, so the 140, unfortunately, isn't 24 hour, but uh, the 15, I think, is, and that goes up to Rathgar. So I thought, grand, I'll just try and get up to, to Rathgar and walk my way up that way. Um, but managed to, you know, get up the industry, wait for the bus. And uh, unfortunately, just, I think, two 15 buses drove straight past me. Mm. Look, that is Christmas. Um, so, like, it's obviously a lot more people. Um, there going on nights out and stuff like that but even you know I think I was out last weekend and I come out of a, a club on Camden Street and you, you, you have people um, you know groups of people trying to get into a taxi and uh, they usually take the, they usually that's grand but sometimes I might might be a little bit of a Debbie Downer and I'll be leaving the club early and I'll be on my own trying to get a taxi and they'll say oh no no we're not, we won't take one person or um, what I get a lot is uh, oh no I'm not going that way I'm like, what do you mean you're not going that way? Um, but so that can be uh, quite annoying. But there has been a, a couple of you know, uh, times where I've, I've realised that there isn't any taxis, but there might be someone outside being like, oh, where do you want to lift the lads? I'll bring his, and they're obviously unlicensed, they're not taxi drivers, so I wouldn't recommend doing that. Um, and look, at the end of the day, I'm not uh, slating taxi drivers. I think they have a very tough job, and I can understand uh, what they're, where they're coming from. Yeah. What does mean, like, you know, you're kind of like, what? What do you mean you're not going that way? It's just, you, you don't have to turn around. Yeah. You're, you're facing that way. You know what I mean? But you, 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 you say you live in Rathmine, so I guess the consequence is then you end up walking home. Which, uh, yeah, you're young and healthy and fit, and so walking the Rathmines is probably a bit of a pain in the backside, <laughs> David. But you can manage it. The problem, the problem, the problem is, I guess, for people who are living further afield, if the reality is, as you describe it, they might think, I'm just not going to bother heading to town. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know multiple times, my uh, sister stays, my granny's in Fingus, and she's like, you know what, I'm not going to even go out because there's no point, there's no chance of getting a taxi, and there's no there's no 40 bus to Fingus, that's 24 hours, you know what I mean? So she may as well just stay at home, like, there's no chance of getting home. Uh, Felgen Jose is with us as well, chairperson of the Dublin Commuter Coalition. Uh, Felgen, is, is it fair for a Dublin bus to be laying this on the the the, the, the door of the taxi drivers? I find it to be very bizarre, to be honest. Um, I, I look at the driver shortages within Dublin bus and Go Ahead are well documented. There's a huge bus driver shortage. Even, I mean, if they wanted to go on 24 hours back in November, they didn't. They wouldn't have had the drivers to do so. So I'm not quite sure why they're um, saying that the taxi driver shortage is causing them to leave uh, passengers stranded. The reality is, like, we should have more 24-hour buses. 
I should have had a 24-hour bus by now. The bus connect space that was supposed to deliver a 24-hour bus to my area in Douglas has been delayed by almost a year because of driver shortages within Dublin mm. bus. Oh, so, and, and there is a campaign anyone who, who's in and around Dublin will see the ads on the bus you could be driving this bus for 850 quid a week I think is mm-hmm. what I see on the, the, the buses in front of me certainly driving through Dublin traffic and there's obviously demand if the Nightlink buses are driving past bus stops and they oh, are chock-a-block there obviously is demand as well there's huge demand for late night buses uh, I mean like like you said the uh Existing 24-hour buses, those who are lucky to have them, like they've been very successful, especially around closing time and early mornings, four o'clock in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning, people going to work. So, like, there's a huge demand, but the fact of the matter is, the number of bus drivers just aren't there to deliver more 24-hour buses for other areas. Like uh, later on, I'll get a 24-hour bus. Later on in the year, I'll get a 24-hour bus to Fingus, or hopefully when the new bus connects phase for that area gets rolled out, and then again in Ballymun and. Right, so like, it is coming, but it's delayed now because of driver shortages in the bus sector. Now I know that early last, like you said, there's been a recruitment campaign to drive uh, to hire more bus drivers, a very aggressive recruitment campaign, and I think it is working. Like compared to September, October last year, there's been there's been a, an improvement in the bus service. I think, but around Christmas and around November, it was very acute. And at the same time, I know there was a recruitment campaign to hire more taxi drivers. Uh, last year, and there, I found a parliamentary response there saying in the first six months of 2022, they hired 40-odd new taxi drivers. Mm. That's half a bus driver. I, that's a good way of putting it, uh, actually. Uh, Sunil Sharp is with us as well, the spokesperson for, for Give Us the Night. Sunil, I mean, how okay. worried are you about what all of this means for the, the nighttime economy? Because I'm conscious, and I, I put this to David, you know, you've got people listening to this or they speak to their friends or their work colleagues, they hear what it's like to try and get home and their attitude might be, I'm just not going to bother going to Dublin if it's that much of a nightmare to get home again. Yeah, Karen, it does make nightlife, particularly nightlife that happens after midnight, a really tough sell. It was already very hard getting people back out after COVID, uh, older people particularly. Um, I mean, there's a certain generation, again, who don't go out at all, but there is a certain demographic in between, I guess, early 30s and, and those in their 40s who would still who would still go out, you know, or who would have been going out semi-regularly pre-COVID. I mean, it's very rare that a lot of these, a lot of those people, you would see them at events now. Mm. Uh, younger people as well, they've developed different habits too. And, and although, you know, we don't have enough, it would appear at least that, that Dublin City is very busy at night. Like generally the numbers, you know, and the amount of footfall that we have out at night, is, it's nowhere near what, what it used to be. So it's not, it's not sending out a, a, a very positive message. And I mean, you know, we're getting deep into the life of this particular government now. I mean, this is an area of work that Eamon Ryan needs to get a little bit more hands on. And I, I think he needs to meet with stakeholders in relation to this soon. We can't simply just point the finger at Dublin Bus or the NTA either. The Green Party has been doing exceptional work in relation to the nighttime economy, but transport needs more attention. Um, and I think it, as a priority, quite often with a lot of planning and, you know, what our vision for nightlife, we're talking about changes that are, you know, deep into the future. You know, we need to be thinking about now, we need to be thinking about the existing businesses that are there now that are finding it really, really difficult. And everybody I speak to, you know, whether that's club owners, that whether that's work, you know, people, publicans, whether it's uh, cultural venue operators, even 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 shop owners, you know, mm. they're saying that the 
the amount of footfall that's coming in and out and the, the challenges uh, that we face now. And, and the other thing with transport, you know, the challenges that, 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 that lack of provision of transport um, presents us with is, is a lack of safety and, and a feel, you know, that feeling of being safe as well. You know, so it's the worst possible um, advertisement for nightlife. And just yeah. lastly as well, just in relation to the services around Christmas, they were abysmal between the 26th and the, 20, uh, and the 29th. You know, this is a time when a lot of people are coming back to Ireland, you know, where they're, they're going, well, what's on? Stevens's day should be a really big night out in the city. It was dead. It was really, really quiet. You know, there was no late services there. And this is standard as well on bank holiday Sundays now that we don't have late services. You know, this, yeah. this has never really been standard here anyway. But now more than ever, especially, uh, you know, it was highlighted really, really strongly over the Christmas. We've seen this with bank holidays and we've seen it now of periods that should be a little bit livelier than your normal midweek events, 26th to 29th, and there was nothing there for people, and town was dead at a time when there should have been more activity happening in the city centre. So we, we can't, yeah. you know, we, we, we rely far too much on the, on, the taxi, on the taxi industry sometimes. We don't rely on the taxi industry during the day, but we seem to think that it's all, it, it should be for them to, to, to clean up and look after uh, um, uh, transport at night then when it gets to the It's, it it's to interesting, Sunil, you, you, you mentioned the kind of the, the sense of danger as well, uh, on the street because you know we spoke to David earlier from from Spin and he said listen he'd walk home when I was David's age I walked home many a night and I mightn't have thought much of it but I can tell you right now there's not a hope my wife would walk home and it's not because (laughs) going on national radio to suggest my wife is lazy she just wouldn't do it because she'd feel far too much in peril walking through the city centre on her own without any option without any transport option yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, there's other, there's new things we may need to look at as well. Maybe Ireland isn't ready for the discussion yet around cycling at night. You know, I think obviously the whole idea of cycling under the influence is not something that we want to advocate or encourage. But the, the reality is, is that less people are drinking at night and le- less people are kind of loading, you know, more alcohol into themselves, you know. So maybe I know from traveling and playing in, in countries like Holland and Belgium, you see a lot more people getting on their bikes. We're not going to solve this problem overnight. And I mean, it's challenging for everyone involved in this conversation, not least the MTA, uh, Dublin bus, and patrons who just want to go out and have a good night, as well as the businesses involved. But if, if we do just a little bit, none of this is going to be solved overnight, but let's just prioritise nighttime transport just a little bit more, you know. I suspect my phone's going to start buzzing here. I need to clarify again. My wife's not lazy. That's not why she wouldn't walk home. It, it's to do with the uh, uh, the jeopardy she would feel she was under. Anyway, listen, uh, Sunil, it's been interesting talking to you, as always. So thanks for taking the time. Sunil Sharp, a spokesperson for Give Us the Night. Felgen Jose is chairperson of the Dublin Commuter Coalition. And David Hammond is presenter of Fully Charged on Spin 1038. I have no doubt plenty of you listening would have been nodding along uh, to the experiences of David uh, in particular, uh, talking about trying to get a tax. The taxis only take in groups because there's not enough taxis, so they, I guess they, they enjoy uh, the ability to pick and choose who they take. And then no buses standing at the bus stop and the night link whizzing by. So there's obviously demand. That used to be the argument. We don't need 24-hour buses. There's no demand. But there is a demand if those buses are full and they're driving straight past people. And if you live in Rathmines, as David said, he can walk home. Not too much of a bother on him. If you live further afield, you're just going to think, I'm not going to bother head into town tonight because there's no way home. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.